Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. And before we jump into the Tweet of the Week, we didn't post an episode last week. And you could say it was because we were preempted by election shock therapy, but that's not really why. Mm. Why, why did we not post last week? You got big news. Yeah, big news. Uh, we have uh, added a new member to our family, and it is the coronavirus. Uh, I tested positive. A lot of my class, it's kind of a spike time in Korea of coronavirus cases. Lots of my students were out. It was inevitable. So um, I got it. Mike weirdly still has not tested negative and thinks he's something special now. So that's been awesome to see. Um, he thinks that he's like naturally immune and um, a superhero. So, yeah. So, and, and when you say you got it, you said you tested positive, but you like got it, right? Yeah. It wasn't just like um, no symptoms, but I'm positive. Like it was rough. So I, I emailed you, uh, the day we were going to record and was like, I can't, I can't even sit up in bed. <laughs> it's really rough. So, so although it's almost a shame that we didn't get the like deathbed podcast, uh, the COVID deathbed podcast would have been kind of funny to think about, although you probably would have been miserable doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's always another chance, but I don't really yeah. want to wish that on myself. So no, I, I do. I do. At this point, I kind of sometimes want to do a podcast when I'm really, really sick. Uh-huh. Like I don't get I don't get super sick that often, but like like uh, over Christmas, my kids got influenza and like they were hardcore out for about three days each. And it's like that would have been a fun time to, to podcast if I had. I mean, it would have been miserable, but it would have been funny to go back and listen to like just when you're in that state of misery to capture. Yes. I don't think we don't tend to capture that very much. Right. I think it would be fun to do like a post uh, wisdom tooth removal. Oh, sure. Podcast. I Now, do you have your wisdom teeth? Removed, I do. Sam? No, no, I do. no. I don't. Oh, you have don't. <gasps> okay. I do. You don't. Mike doesn't. So what if you and Mike both Got had your wisdom teeth removed? Oral surgery. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, as you do. And uh, you plan it to happen the same time. And then I am the host of this like wisdom tooth podcast. And it could be like wisdom from you too. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out of this experience and probably like on Vicodin or something. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds great. I mean, I could even go in and like record some of the sounds happening like in, in the office as Uh the teeth are coming out. I think that would need to happen. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would, probably not be um wanted by the staff there but like you can quietly record secretively and it's fine right i mean there's no laws telling me i can't just record anything anywhere right right they can suffer for your art right i'm 
art is suffering. Other people's suffering is my right. art. There you yes. go. So, Annie, you mentioned that uh, your husband did not test positive and, and you pointedly said he feels like a superhero. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which leads us into the tweet of the week. Um, so this comes from about a day ago, although we're mm-hmm. recording this early. Uh, he's, yeah, you wrote, my husband is minute in minute six of describing Spider-Man 2002 to help me fall asleep. Yes. Now, do you know which Spider-Man that is? Because there have been so many reboots. I can't keep track. I mean, it's the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So in some ways, it's the first Spider-Man. Because um, I don't know that there there may be an earlier Spider-Man movie, like very much earlier, like maybe a mm. 60s or something. But like Spider-Man didn't, I don't think, because of the nature of his powers and the visuals necessary to pull that off. Mm. Um it's trickier even than like the, you know, in the, in the early eighties, late seventies, early eighties, we had the, the Richard Donner Superman where it's like when he's flying, like we can all figure out how to do that. The web sling, um, slinging and like swinging from building to building is a lot trickier to do without CGI. So I feel like it wasn't until 2002 that you could pull off Spider-Man. Yes. It was born into the right time and the right place and with the right actor, according to Michael Vangstad. Um, do you know who the lead is? You, oh, Toby McGuire. Yeah, you yeah this, said, is, right? this is Toby McGuire. Yeah, and, and this is, um, I don't know why I, this is turning into like a video store episode. Um, <laughs> this is also, you know, in some ways, and Chris Moore can correct me if I'm wrong, I realize I think there were some late 90s X-Men that were popular, things like that. Huh. But But I think this, to my mind, is really the beginning of we are going to have superhero movies at the center of... Um, at the center of movie making, because this was a mega, mega, mega hit. I think this was the beginning of, you know, what is the top box office opening weekend? And then it gets topped by the next one and topped by the next one. I, I feel like I feel like Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was kind of the beginning of that, yeah. at least at least to my memory. I mean, I think about like we would go to the mo- to the movies quite often when I was growing up, especially like middle school in early high school and like that's kind of the sweet spot of like so early like turn into the 20th century there or 21st century there was like um the lord of the rings trilogy yep. right around that time there was uh the new star wars prequels right and then there's spider-man and in my mind like those three kind of are on like an equal level even though i don't really like superhero movies like i really liked spider-man when it came out and um, I was 11, so I feel like that's kind of target. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and, um, and whether you liked it or not, it was important. Yeah. To, yeah. to that age, right? Like you were like, oh, this is like, this is a thing made for me. And it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was huge. I, I, yeah, I think I was 24. And um, mm-hmm. I'll just say this. I've never seen this movie. So okay. I don't intend <laughs> to see it. That's fair. <laughs> I've never seen any of the other Spider-Mans. I don't intend to never seen much of the Marvel universe. Don't intend to like, sorry, listeners who like that stuff. Yeah. I think it's just not for me. Yeah. I think my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time is uh, Captain America civil war, which Spider-Man shows up in very briefly. I also don't like superhero movies. So like (laughs) the fact that I could, I I, I go with a, with friend of the show, Chris Moore, we, we, we used to go to whatever, whenever, um, usually around the end of the semester, there would be a big Marvel movie in theaters. And that would be our, 
reward for finishing grading. Um, mm. So I would go with him to those, but he would have to catch me up on like, okay, what do I need to know? Cause I don't watch these movies. So he's, he was a really great, like, like Sherpa to kind of help me, you know, <laughs> help me up the mountain in terms of, uh, in terms of that. So um, Marvel Sherpa, Marvel yeah. Sherpa, Chris Moore. That's right. Um, so uh, you got a recounting of Spider-Man uh, yeah. from your husband. How was it? How was the movie? Uh, it did what it was intended to do, which was put me to sleep. So um, that's both a positive and a negative. Like when, so I need something like rain sounds or like I put on like political podcasts and turn down the volume super low. So it's just like a droning, quiet sound of like kind of boring people. No offense to political scientists, but you know what I mean? Like, like relating news, like not sure. even like commentators, just like NPR news. Right. So it's like meant to be kind of chill. And, and sometimes I'm just, I feel like that's not going to put me to sleep. So I'm like, Mike, tell me a story to make me fall asleep. And he hates it because he hates trying to come up with stories on the spot. He's like, I feel like this is just a lot of pressure and I have to come up with something good. And like, I, you don't just talk to me for like two minutes and I'll fall asleep, which sounds rude. And I don't right. mean it to be rude, but like, this is what I need. Um, Cause at least when you do that to the podcasters, if they don't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so he, uh, so, so lately I've been like, okay, you don't, and not like I ask him this that much. It's not like that weird, but I'll be like, okay, then tell me something you know about. Like you don't have to make up a story. Just like talk to me about your day and I'll fall asleep. <laughs> Again, this is really mean. I don't, I'm coming across like a mean person. Um, but lately it's been like, tell me about Spider-Man. So he got to, I'm not, and I said six minutes and that, and that is truthful. Like it was a long discussion because it's funny because like he mike how many times have you seen spider-man once. he's seen it once no, I've seen it a lot. okay <laughs> i was like no way he's seen it a lot uh so like he doesn't even tell the story in like a chronological like summarizing kind of way it's like let's pinpoint this scene here and i will tell you all of the lines that happen in this scene and i will tell you weird details about things oh hold on to this piece it's foreshadowing and so like, it's like, so he's, it's, like it. it's like he's editing the movie and like recutting it like so you're getting the uh the vangstead cut of uh of spider-man i really want to get mike into an editing bay and just give him the footage from spider-man one and be like like cut this up the way you want to do it Right. I, I'm almost, in fact, I would even do the editing for him. He could just tell me what he wants and, and I, I could sit at the computer and do the edits. Sam, like if you wanted to do this, you totally could because it's not just Spider-Man. It's like Harry Potter. He'll do this with the Harry Potter movies that he's happened to watch. And like he weirdly remembers very specific details and lines and will toss those out like in a really just abhorrent British accent that's not really British in any way, shape or form. And then like pull out these details that me who actually read the series and watched the movies like religiously do not remember those things happening. <laughs> Intermixed will be just the most strange factual errors ever. Or like, <laughs> like he thinks that all the okay, house elves you, you call Potter, them, you call them strange factual errors. I call them world building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of do want Mike's version. It's like, 
yeah so he'll he'll talk about like the house elves in harry potter and he doesn't know what they're called so he'll just call them the dobbies and he'll be like oh and that's when the dobbies did this they're like no that's not that's not accurate or like the spider-man movies he calls them spider-mans yeah i don't know what like it's wrong would you, what would it be spider-men I mean, there's one there's just one man there's multiple movies but okay. he does that when he's talking about one movie you haven't seen all of the spider-man movies then because sometimes there are more than one. Oh, that's true okay i have not that's good there, is, there is a spider-verse that you need to think about with this so hold on mike have you seen the spider-verse <laughs> no okay he hasn't so okay i think well, my the, point still stands this is right up his alley so um so are you familiar with with the like uh now this this is an old thing now but are you familiar with the snyder cut is that star wars no no it's it uh it's 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 zach snyder's justice league so when when that movie came out this is a long a while ago um I think the movie kind of got taken away from him and, and recut by the studio. And there was a long internet, um, uh, like Twitter hashtag released the Snyder cut. And eventually on HBO max last year, they released, uh, Zack Snyder's cut of the movie, which is like this four hour long behemoth of a movie, which was like apparent. I again, I've never seen justice league nor the Snyder cut, but apparently it's like marginally better than, justice like justice league's terrible and the people are like yeah, the center cut was all right like that's kind of the difference between those um i want to start a hashtag which is release the vangstead cut but the best oh. part is here's how you do a tweet for this okay pick any movie yeah. any movie it doesn't even matter if mike has seen it or not you could put a picture of out of africa and then just put hashtag release the vangstead cut listeners i want to know what movie you want mike vangstead to recut <sighs> And, and, and that the internet can demand and then we can we can actually have Mike cut that movie and maybe he'll like cut episodes or cut parts of Spider-Man into out of Africa. Who knows? Maybe he wants to. Ch- I mean, you know, well, whatever he wants to do with that movie, I want to see it. Me too, especially because <clears throat> I think we've pointed this out before. Mike's not great with uh, remembering like pop culture. Yeah specifically like actor and actresses names or character names like just does not and i so so what i would want is like yeah the vingstad cut like visually that would be funny but also i just kind of do want like like a five minute summary of any video by michael vingstad in a podcast called the vingstad cut yeah and it's like any is that what you're saying because that's brilliant yeah yeah like i think i i I think that's a i think that's a great so okay so here's how it works we okay. start a new pod, a podcast called yeah. the Vangstad cut, right? Mm. Where Mike basically pitches the movie to us for whatever it is that he knows. And then, and then we take that podcast and the movie and actually cut the movie to what he tells us. Yes. I love this idea. Or um, Mike's an artist. You're an artist. You guys could create concept art around this new version of these movies. Here's the thing. If we do this, we're going to have to get really good at drawing Jeff Goldblum because I think he's going to show up in a lot of these movies. Oh, 100%. (laughs) In fact, that'll be a segment on the Vangstead cut is... Okay, what role does Jeff Goldblum? Where where does he get added? How does he make this movie better? I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be Jeff Goldblum, Michael Caine. 
Those are the two that oh. he thinks are in m- many movies. So, <laughs> well, they are in a lot of movies. So. I mean, like that's true. They, you know what? Maybe if you just like guessed a random movie, there's a fifty percent chance that one of them is in it. Maybe, right? Yeah. Well, and honestly, if 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 we're just cutting the movie to the Vangstead cut, and we need to add in Michael Caine and Jeff Goldblum, we have a ton of footage that we could just from a different movie edit one of them into this if need be oh my god yeah and make like a little preview like a yeah, yeah like a like preview. a trailer yes thank you that's the word yes that would be so good and then we could have mike also sing the music he thinks would belong in the preview like what do you think this the musical score is mike <gasps> i love this although our yeah. listeners our listeners know mike yeah but i think the wider channel 3900 listenership may be confused at a random man named Michael Vangstad explaining to them. Oh, I think all they that need- don't exist. Here's the thing. This is such a good idea that we could put just a couple episodes up to give people a taste. Then we could start a Patreon and say, you have to pay for the rest <gasps> of this. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been looking for ways to make a little extra side money. And why not make my husband? Why not, why not have Mike and I have to cut movies for for you? Because your art is someone else's suffering. It all circles back. <laughs> Annie, I don't know that we can do any better than that. Um, <laughs> uh, if you could hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund at Twitter.com. You should subscribe to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. Lots of good stuff. We have so many things. We have shows coming out just about every day. Um, we have Modern Story Podcast dropping two episodes a week for the next five weeks. We have College for Christians. We have Video Store. Uh, we did a great episode on Ukraine, our second Ukraine episode on election shock therapy. You should go back and listen to that. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. So subscribe to the network. Follow at Annie underscore Brooklyn to Twitter.com. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. With great power comes great responsibility. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio.